The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This is Juan Garcia of Evil Dead and also Body Count, and you're listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a groovy episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 629, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron, and dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by True Coke Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Go out today, subscribe, because not only will you not run out of coffee, you'll get not one, but two great bands if you subscribe, and here's something else. True Cult Coffee is one of the few times that I will mention the C word before November 1st. And that being Christmas, because they are doing <laughs> a special Krampus 
uh, coffee mm-hmm. roast. Yeah, special for for Christmas this year. So special Krampus <laughs> coffee roast. The roast is a dark roast. It's gonna have a rich flavor, medium body, and a smooth finish. Um, and if you don't know who Krampus is, you're probably listening to the wrong show by accident. I mean, hang out. We welcome everybody. But uh, chances are, if you listen to this show regularly, <laughs> you know who Krampus is. But just in case, uh, Krampus is basically the anti-St. Nicholas. He is like a demon, um, half goat, half demon that punishes bad children at Christmas time. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're doing a special Krampus roast. And I think like there's even like a Krampus knocked that happens like somewhere in Ohio that they normally go to and do a pop-up Christmas bar. So I think that's kind of why he's doing that. They're partnering this stuff this year. So check it out. And again, this is pre-order only. That's the only way you're going to get the special Krampus roast. So think about this now, right? Like when you hear this, it's going to be October 30th, November 1st. You go and you order because we can't order Christmas stuff on Halloween. It's just wrong. But it is, order, it is. It is, man. It really is. But so you order your Krampus roast and you put it in the stocking of all your normie friends. If you happen to have like a Christmas exchange at your office, you're wearing masks anyway. They probably won't know it's you. Give your coworker some Krampus roast and they'll be like, oh, thanks, Joe. And they'll be really freaked out. But they're going to have great coffee and maybe, maybe, just maybe, the magic of Krampus and True Call Coffee will turn them into a metalhead. That's what we're hoping, you know? There we go. Now, we talk about metalheads, um, my metalheads, four metalheads, every time we talk about True Call Coffee, because these guys are music lovers, they are metal lovers, and they're just all-around great people. And to True Call Coffee, to kick off this um, this holiday season here, because as this comes to you, it is October 30th, mm-hmm. I have a special song I want to send out to the good folks at True Call Coffee, and it's a song that I actually wrote and performed. So here he is, the radioactive metal debut of Howlin' at the Moon. Jump into the light 
seat of our pants here because this is i guess kind of in a way like you said you know if you're listening to the first time the first day in the download format in the podcast format hello and horns up hopefully you're listening to the first time the previous night on pure rock radio on thursdays but like you said it's you're probably hearing this the day before halloween so this is kind of our Halloween episode, shall we say, and I got a mitt full of really, really cool um, Halloween and very scary type music <laughs> to play. But, you know, before we just kind of get into all of that, is there anything, you know, in lieu of like maybe a metal fix or something? Is there anything you might kind of want to share, put out there, well, let there, everyone know? Yeah, because there's yeah. just a lot going on, man. Right. So for starters, um, as everybody hears this episode, right? So hopefully you're listening to it on 1029, because if you're listening to this on 1029, then you know tomorrow, 1030, tune in 8 p.m. Eastern time for the Radioactive Metal live stream of D. Gregorio's debut album. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to be doing that live on the 30th. Um, and, you know, Sue's got a lot of great stories to share. Um, the record is semi-autobiographical for her. And um, she's got a lot of stories that go along with the Halloween theme. So that, that's going to be a fun time. And then tomorrow, the real tomorrow being um, October 24th, is the third and final installment of Record Store Day. Oh, thank you. Well, with everything that's going on and putting together these episodes and I'm doing wrestling night in Canada and all that, like that, it totally slipped my mind. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to have to get up. I'm going to try to get up. I do have the the Friday night Lemmy's going in my Motorhead mug here, so I'm (laughs) going to try to get up early and hit the record shop. Oh, I feel like, ah. Dude. You know, yeah. When I think I think it was Henry Rollins when he was talking about drinking the water in Moscow, and he was feeling sick coming home, and he had a doctor on the airplane saying, you know, like, what's wrong? Did you drink the water? And he said, you know, when you right at that moment when you know you screwed up. Okay, that was me right then and there. I felt all that Moscow water in my stomach when you said tomorrow's record store day. Oh, forgot all about it. Oh, I feel like such a heel. Okay, okay sorry. No, man. It's, it's one of those things where there's just been, there's been so much happening in the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, especially with you guys up there, like going COVID crazy, you know. Uh. Yeah, unfortunately, it's kind of catching up 
to us around this area. Yeah, dude, that sucks, man. But uh, tomorrow is record store day. Nicholas and I, I think we're going to make it out. I think we're, mm-hmm. we're going we're to head out that way because um, the comic book shop called us and our orders are in. So my Jughead books are in. I'm going to read Jughead the Hunger. I'll be able to start from the beginning and read it all. And that's going to be one of my Halloween things. So next time we talk, that'll be probably part of my metal fix, reading all those. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so, you know, I've been on a werewolf kick this month, mm-hmm. right? Like, like it's been like almost all werewolves for the past 23 days at this point, which that's a lot of werewolves. Like I've almost finished the teen wolf series. I've watched a ton of werewolf flicks. I've been watching other werewolf series. Like it's, I'm reading about werewolves. The song that we just debuted is about werewolves. Like it's been all werewolf all the time this month. <laughs> right. So um, I was in Target of all places and I saw this game that I see a lot and I decided to buy it. I haven't had a chance to play it with the family yet, but hopefully we'll play it this weekend or next weekend since, you know, Halloween's almost upon us. And it is called One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Mm. it's a super quick game. Like you lay out some cards and nobody knows what their role is, but then like, you know, um, one by one players get to look. Um, or wait a second. Do you know? I think you do know. Yeah. You do know what your role is, but then like you, you wake up and then certain roles can do like things like switch cards and nobody knows. And it's kind of crazy. And then you have to try and guess who the werewolf is. And, you know, everybody votes. And if they, the most people vote for you, then you die and you have to reveal your role. And if you're the werewolf, the villagers win. And if you're not the werewolf, the werewolves win. It's, it just seems like kind of fun. So my kids and I are going to play that here soon. You know. And then do you remember, like, literally right before this COVID craziness started... Um, I went to see an exhibit, an art exhibit of the Kirk Hammett collection. Mm-hmm. So that night I picked up a book called Horrorgami. Ah. And what Horrorgami is, is there's this guy who, and it blows my mind that, you know, he, he's figured a way to turn this into a job, but he does these intricate cut and fold pop-up things, Right. And so he has all these little one pagers and they're in this book and you pull them out of the book and you cut them out. And, um, I did my first one of those, this, like I've had this book since what, March. And I finally sat down and did my first one. Cause I bought the supplies, like a cutting mat and some sharp knives and stuff. And, um, it's like the thing under the stairs. And I was so excited because like, once I finally got it done, I'm like, this looks cool. Like it looks really cool. Like I need to put like a little light behind it or something. So it glows all eerie, but it's a pretty cool little decoration. Um, right on. Yeah, yeah. So that's been totally cool. So like, and you can buy the book on Amazon. So if anybody's interested, check it out. It's Horigami, and um, you just need a couple of Exacto knives and some rulers, and you can kind of get started in there. It's it's really really stinking cool. Um, but other than that, man, like other than keeping up with with the movies, I mean, honestly, I think a big part of my metal fix this week was the fact that Sunday you and I sat down to watch Trick or Treat together. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that was one of the things that I wanted to bring up. Unfortunately, like just with recording schedules and having things in the can and all that, last episode we didn't, we obviously weren't able to talk about it because, like I said, we already had 
everything going on. But yeah, um, a couple days ago, as we speak, yeah, Radioactive Metal, we had our very first watch along, which basically, yeah, go back into the Radioactive Metal archives, go check this out, download that episode, the special Halloween special trick or treat and um download it slap the movie on and listen along to us talking about this amazing movie because we had a lot of fun dude it's a blast man that that was so much fun and now that i know that movie was shot in wilmington um i kind of want to go up and see if i can locate things you know like like i feel like like when you make it to the u.s like I, i feel like we have so many places to visit because we can totally go to Pennsylvania and do the um, the Night of the Living Dead tour, right? The original right. Night of the Living Dead uh-huh. tour. But then there's another there's another zombie movie, and I can't remember which one that shot at the Monroeville Mall. That and was I, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Well, I have a friend who can who can take us for that one too. Different friend. Um, so we've got those to see, right? But then now Wilmington's not that far from here, and then if we go down and visit Rock. Um, Nico McBrain has like, um, a bar not too far from rock. Right. I mean, like, like really we could keep you here for a month and go all over the States, dude. Oh, hell yeah. I feel like, I feel like, and just be all rock and roll all the time. Oh, for sure. For sure. There's so much, there's so much in New York and like everyone, like a lot of the, uh, people, a lot of the good folks at the shining wizards network, a lot of their programming, they're on the East coast as well. In New York, New Jersey, and all that, and I want to meet everyone and hang out with everyone, and and all that. So yeah, there would be a number of stops. I've said to Mrs. Snowy like a lot over the years. It's just like we have to we have to jump in the car and then go to Toronto, and then just drive south all the way to Florida. Pretty much. You know, it would take it would take a couple of weeks, but there's just so many things and people to do. That's a great idea, dude. Yeah. Well, and if you're going to go to New York, like I definitely have to meet up with you there because we need to meet up with Radioactive Metal alum um, John Joseph of the Crow Mags and take one of his mm-hmm. New York City walking tours. Like he does some amazing New York City walking tours of like the New York City crime and all that sort of stuff. Snowman, did I lose you? Oh, there I'm back. Yeah, okay. It had, it had popped up. All right, you let you know, you were having me over there for a second. Um, <laughs> so you'll have to go back and listen because I, I can't tell you again. No, I'm just okay. kidding. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you can cut that. You can cut that part out. But John Joseph of the Cro-Mags, right? He's in New York City. He does um, these like walking tours, like real crime New York history walking tours. Wow. I uh, so we have to go do that. Right, mm-hmm. we we have to take one of his tours because that'll be a blast. And he's an Ironman triathlete, so we should probably start training for that because I'm sure this is not, not going to be an easy walking tour. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, got to get back in shape here. Yeah, dude. I mean, you, he's what 56 and an Ironman tri, triathlon guy. Oh like, yeah, he's 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 definitely got it going on, dude. Dude, hats off to him. But yeah, with myself, um, another thing that I wanted to. To, to, to talk about is um, I, I'm winding down as we speak it is October 23rd I want to say and I'm 27 films 
into my October horror movie challenge. Rock on. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking with the COVIDness going on, I could very well wrap it up this weekend. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited for it. One of the movies, one of one of the reasons why I was able to, you know, I'm counting my, you know, bats before they hatched here, shall we say. <laughs> Before I I'm, I'm bats. kind of doing that now, <laughs> yeah. because because um, because there's there's it w- it was kind of a challenge all the other years, you know, because there's, there were so many things going on. Still going to do a lot of shows, and you know, still going out on date nights with Mrs. Snowy and all that. But with all the with everything going on, there's nothing much in the way of shows, and she's kind of an introvert. She doesn't want to go out into all this COVIDness and all that. So I'm getting more and more opportunities, you know, to sit back and enjoy some of the horror flicks and all that. And it's really adding up to the body count on, you know, on checking off all all the movies that I'm seeing. Body so count. I see I'm what already, you did there. I'm already, I'm already off, off and running. Okay, I, I should say I'm already winding down. One of the things that really helped, okay... Is we took out a subscription to Shutter this month. You are aware of what Shutter is? No, is that like a horror movie kind of thing? Yeah, it's 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 like net, it's like net Netflix, but all all horror films. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and because of that, I finally saw Glenn Danzig's Veronica. No. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> that 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 is definitely that is definitely a mind trip, and it makes you wonder what goes through this guy's head. <laughs> you know, like, holy jeez, it, it was definitely out there. I'm not going to go into too many details. It's just you can tell it's a it's a really low budget horror movie, and the uh, actresses. <laughs> are all are, are all porn stars? Okay, I and remember reading it about really that. showed with a lot of the acting, but if that doesn't matter, it, it's just it's just it's blood, it's boobs, and it's Glenn Danzig, and I love <laughs> blood, every boobs, second. and Glenn Danzig. That needs to be on a T-shirt. <laughs> it, 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 ah. And it's and that's all it is, and that's all I wanted. I didn't want the next Shining. I didn't want the next Halloween. I just wanted some 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 good, clean, bloody fun, and I got it. <laughs> good, clean, bloody fun. Oh, this keeps getting better. Oh. With with Shutter, there's a lot of original programming with it as as well, and they have like a variety talk show called The Core. Okay. Okay, they're already ten episodes in, and Glenn Danzig was the um, was the latest guest talking about Veronica and just his music career and all that. Once again, I'm not going to go into too many um, into too many details. Don't want to be a spoiler, but dude, look into Shutter. It's only like five bucks a month. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So. That certainly helped, and so does the so did the fact that there just is not no new movies being released, you know, in theaters. Yeah, that's and, killing me, man. Yeah, yeah. So the but the theaters still need to stay in business. They still need, you know, product. My local theater here, not the park or anything I'm affiliated with, but 
just our local our local theater was airing the original the original 1978 Halloween. That's so cool. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay, because I never got to see it in the theater. You know, I was too too young, and you know, '78. I was hmm, seven. Yeah, say yeah, seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. So I never, I never got the opportunity to see it in the theater until this past Tuesday. I went up there, you know, I plucked, plucked my money down, and the young lady behind the counter goes, "That'll be two ninety nine, dude." I'm like, okay, because it's Tuesday is cheap night, and because it's not, because it's not a movie or it's not a new movie, you know, they, I guess they had a discount on the prices. And all that. And I kind of laughed and I said to the young lady, it's like, three bucks? That's probably what it cost to get into this movie in 78. Right, during prime time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, I finally I finally got to see PJ Soul's boobs. I mean, a horror movie icon on the big screen, finally. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize PJ Souls was in that one. Yeah, yeah. I, She's I actually yeah, no, a number ahead. of my favorite films. Well, yeah, because she's in um, Stripes, right? Oh, for sure. And then Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, you betcha. You know, those are the big ones. Yeah, and those are three of my favorite films. Stripes, Police Academy, and the Blues Brothers are three of my favorites ever. Right on. And then also Ghostbusters. Like, it just always will have a special place in my heart. Of course, definitely, definitely. And Ghostbusters 1 and 2 were on my horror movie challenge list um that's kind of about it how about we kind of get into some tunage here speaking of horror films one of my all-time favorite films horror or otherwise is return of the living dead do you remember that film i do not remember that one Uh, okay it was kind of a it was kind of an unofficial sequel to Night of the Living Dead. It was in 1985. It was more of a comedy. Okay, but it was so well produced and it's just it is an absolute cult classic. The theme song to it. Okay, it's got this wicked punk rock soundtrack to just like Trick or Treat. I've got Return of the Living Dead memorized. I got the soundtrack memorized and all that. One of my all-time favorite songs is the theme from 45 Grave. This is Party Time.
When I was thinking about music for this episode, dude, there was a handful of stuff in here. It's like, oh, I have to play this. I got to play this. I got to play this specifically for Aaron, because I know <laughs> I know you're going to dig some of this, particularly since you've kind of been on this werewolf kick you've been talking about the last couple episodes. Yes, well, that yes, was. I have. That was Werewolves from their latest record, The Dead Are Screaming. That is Gnaw Their Bones. I know it's supposed to be Gnaw, but you know me. I have always, for years, (laughs) I've always pronounced it Gnaw. (laughs) It's just kind of one of those funny words. And of course, before that, it could not be Halloween. It could not have anything to do with horror if we didn't do a track from our good buddy, Mr. Matt Harvey and the mighty exhumed yes. from their Yeah, yeah, from their horror album. That is that was a scream out in fright. Those records available now. Run, don't walk. Run like No, Jason really doesn't run very fast. I'd never understood how he was always able to catch up. To the dumb. Well, this stupid chick was tripping all the time. Well, yeah, because, you, you know, they're frantic. That's and right. it's in the script. <laughs> That's right. Run three yeah. steps, so... trip. Run three <laughs> steps, trip. Yeah, yeah. Your shirt has to pop open. And all that. I get it. I get it. Okay. So run to the record store. I don't know. Like, you're... Who who goes fast? Like, vampires can move fast, you know? So I mean... So I don't know about you, but like when I would run cross country in high school, like I had to stop because my shirt was always popping open. Mm-hmm. So I totally get because you're running cross country through the woods and you're fine right. on the pavement. But as soon as you hit the woods, like poof, my shirt kept popping open. I don't know what happened. It's so weird. I know. I know. It's it's a total head shaker. So run. Don't walk to your record stores. Go and pick those up. Hopefully you would have grabbed something from a record store as well. Since it is the Halloween season now, okay, I could not imagine a more appropriate band to have for tonight's Creature Feature a day before Halloween than Evil Dead. Evil Dead are back now. This was a really cool, They're kind of their heyday was in the late 80s, you know, really cool politically charged thrash but with a name like evil dead it certainly got my attention evil dead was also so yes sort of maybe the side project of one juan garcia who was in who first came to my attention within the metal underground a couple years before evil dead with his band agent steel with their debut album skeptics apocalypse that's how I first heard of the man. And then, of course, a couple of years later, he was kind of working on another band called Abattoir. Their debut record, Vicious Attack, came out a couple of years later. They got their first start, you know, as a variety, a, a variety of metric shit ton of awesome bands got their start and noticed from the Metal Massacre section, mm-hmm. section the Metal Massacre series. Okay, which Abattoir, you know, got their start on um, volume four. So we had 
the opportunity, you know, to scratch another one off the bucket list. Sit down with Mr. Garcia because Evil Dead is back. The new album, United States of Anarchy, right? And as I'm like, yes, okay, I definitely want to talk to Mr. Garcia. Is definitely, you know, someone that, you know, we're going to knock off the old bucket list. As I'm compiling everything that I want to say, it's like, oh, right, a couple years back... Mr. Garcia went by, started going by the name Juan of the Dead because that nickname was christened to him from none other than Ice-T when he joined Body Count. Dude. And that totally, it's like, oh, shit, that's right. That's right. It's like, oh. So not only are we getting Juan Garcia from Evil Dead, okay, but with tonight's episode, we're getting that degree of separation from you know the mighty iced tea as well i cannot complain about that the great pumpkin has been so good to us this halloween <laughs> it definitely it definitely is to get us to our discussion our long overdue discussion with mr garcia because really like okay it shouldn't have taken an evil dead reunion like this, this guy's just a legend you know in amongst the underground just because he was an agent steel and avatar we probably should have had him on a long time ago but definitely now is the time to get us to that chat let's drop the first single from the united states of anarchy this is our chat with mr juan garcia from evil dead with the descending The darkest hour The descending 
of a future, the candidates you love to hate. The descending of a future, the corporate whore in the battle ring. foremost, I guess what we want to get into, well, I've been asking all of my subjects lately with everything that's going on in the world, how you're doing physically, like with this COVIDness, you're healthy, happy, fine, your relatives are doing well? Everything's fine, you know, I've been staying safe and practicing social distancing as much as possible, keeping a positive mind frame, and uh, I know there's a lot of people struggling out there financially and and in the hospital and we've lost a lot of lives but, but i've been fortunate enough to to stay safe yeah so everything's cool over here on the west coast for on, on my end excellent excellent good to hear good to hear yeah um and with this coming up october 30th not only is this a good time to have a new record from a band called evil dead but with everything that's going on in the world politically, this is a good time to have an album from a band that put out a record called The United States of Anarchy. I guess you're pretty excited about this. Yes, uh, we've been working on this album for quite some time. Um, it's, uh, it's an honor to be able to put out a record um, at this time. We wanted to, actually, the, the idea was to put it out a little earlier in the year. But due to COVID and everything, we, we fell behind schedule, and it kind of all worked out for the best, you know, being right around the Halloween time and the name Evil Dead and, and with the election year and everything, it kind of worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. 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 I guess with a band such as yourself and, you know, with the social and political commentary this band likes to deal with, like this is the time this is the president that, that really gets the creative juices flowing although i you know lots of bands over the years with reagan and bush and all that you know so do you find as as an artist this type of climate really helps you know with the creative process yes and no i mean evil dead's always you know we've always dabbled with social commentary and and we've had political views back from our, when we put out our debut album in 1989 called Annihilation of Civilization. Um, so it, it, it helps for sure. But my myself, I'm not really excited about politics. I, I get more excited about guitars and live music and those things like that. But, you know, it is what it is. This is, this is the kind of band we are. And uh, this is the kind of records we make. 
you know, it has a little bit of everything, politics, religion, war. So, you know, it's a he- it's heavy metal. We're we're a thrash band and and uh there's a lot of a lot of lyrics we di- you know, we di- we dive into the political pool a bit. Um and I just can't wait for people to hear the new album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is out which is going to be out once again with Steamhammer. Now, I believe you've been with them like every record right from the start, at least with Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, like I, I mentioned, our debut album, Annihilation of Civilization, came out in 1989. We did The Underworld in 91, I believe, if I can recall. God, that was a long time ago. And <laughs> the new one comes out October 30th. Yes. Um, Steamhammer's a is a very cool label from Germany. They were excited to pick up the band for our new album. We uh, we commissioned Edward Repka to do the cover. He's the one that's uh, the cover artwork. He's the one that's done the, our cover artwork uh, in the previous albums. And it you know it's like a natural progression. And like I said, we're we're so happy to finally be able to un, you know unleash this slab of metal on the world. For sure, for sure. And when Evil Dead first started, it was was it not like considered a side project because you were really known within the metal underground in your bands Abattoir and Agent Steel. Is Evil Dead still a quote unquote side project with everything you got going on with Body Count? Well, in, when we first formed uh, Evil Dead, yes, it was it was a side project. I. I I was in a, and like you said, I I was involved with Avatar, and then then after that, I was involved with Agent Steel, and we launched it, it at first as a side project, but then it became uh, popular right away, and so I so it went from side project to main project. Um, I you know at the moment uh, I played with Body Count, as you know, um, and. Um, I, I balance too, you know. Ice has a has a, a long career as an actor on uh, Special Victims Unit with a uh, TV show on uh, NBC, so it gives me time to you know do other things. So it's a good balance actually. I, I don't feel stressed between the two at all. And, you know, I try to live my life no drama, and uh, and I'm fortunate and great and grateful to be around a lot of musicians feel the same way i mean i wish it was like this back in 89 when we first formed but it was a little little crazier back then so now it's just a good balance between the two right on right on excellent excellent and of course like probably the majority of our listeners would know you because like being an old school old school meddler myself will probably know you from your agent's deal and your your older evil dead but yeah you since you're now You've been with Body Count now. I was 2016, I believe. Um, actually, it was 2014 when I played my first show with them uh, at the, in Texas at in Austin, Texas at the Fun 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 Festival on a bill. Also, I think Slayer was on there, and that was my first show with them. And and uh, been grateful to be on uh, the last three studio records, Manslaughter, uh, Bloodlust, and um, the brand new one, Carnivore, that came out on March 9th, right around the time the pandemic hit, which kind of stopped everything for us. 
and most bands is obvious. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it gave um and I was just watching the uh promotional video for Point the Finger though, which is like a yeah, like you said, it's one of those videos where bands are kind of doing it from their own individual locations and it showcased the vocal talents of one Riley Gale who unfortunately had passed earlier this year do you were you ever did did you ever work did did you ever know mr gale or you ever you know in encountered him because like when you're doing stuff like this it's very possible to work with someone but never actually be in their presence did you did you get the opportunity i met him briefly when body count played in the midwest i'm trying to remember uh rock on the range i believe it was a festival and mm-hmm. they came over and said hello and we and i said hello to them and the whole band and we hung out a little bit i didn't get to know them very well but before that i was a big fan of their album nightmare logic it's actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite thrash uh, metal metal bands from you know this new school of, of metal you know the younger kids um, and we were both nominated for a Grammy believe it or not in uh, I believe it was 2018 so yeah we, you know we've kind of run into each other but I, I personally didn't know him and and it, and it was cool that he was uh, able to do the point the finger video and he I think he just amazing on the vocals that he laid down it's one of my favorite songs on the, off the new body count album and it's just uh sad that he passed and um you know rest in peace for riley gale for sure for sure yes we had him on the show last year when he was here um headlining the manitoba metal fest and that'll always be a uh a special moment for us up there, here yeah power yeah. trip's an amazing live band i'm i, I mean the Thankfully, there's a lot of YouTube videos of concerts from, you know, festivals in Europe with him. They're just a really outstanding band. For sure, for sure. What are some of the, like, you seem to have a good grip on the current bands and all that. What are some of the other current bands that you're digging right now? I kind of really like that new Heathen record. Um, it's it's uh, I, I haven't heard the whole album. It just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the production. Sounds very solid. I'm telling you, man, uh, the Power Trip album, the Nightmare Logic is still on my playlist as one of the tops. And I'm looking forward to uh, Gary Holt's uh, new um, album, the new Exodus record. And he's a good friend of mine and amazing talent. So I'm waiting on that. And then as far as newer thrash bands... Oh God! There's just you know I I, it's, I can't really think of any other ones. But, you know, Power Trip and Heathen. I mean, it, looking forward to the new Creator record. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. Right on, right on. Um, with with your uh, name, um, One of the Dead, that kind of passes around here and there. I see it. That's kind of a tongue-in-cheek, I guess. That is totally influenced from the Romero flick? Uh, no, actually, uh, Ice gave me the uh, nickname. We were at dinner one time in New York, and he just he, he just called me one of the dead, and it kind of stuck. You know, because I, Juan from Evil Dead, one of the dead. It, it, 
he likes nicknames for for uh, all the members in the band, like you know Will Dorsey, our drummer in Body Count. His name is Ill Will, you know, and Vince. The basis is is uh, Vincent Price. <laughs> so we all, right. you know, nickname. It's kind of fun, man. You know, it keeps everything kind of cool. For sure, for sure, for sure. Do you remember um, when you got tapped to play? to come on to join the body count lineup do you remember where you were what you were doing before that first gig yeah i was uh well i'm good friends with with vince the bass player in body count and uh we were you know just we work on music here and there and we were just kind of hanging out and he he uh you know he asked me that they were looking for a guitar player and uh that's kind of how it worked out. Um, also, uh, around the same time, I was working at a record label as a product manager, and the label head was looking for bands to sign. It was more of a hip-hop label. And mm-hmm. um, I suggested Body Count because, you know, the background of Ice, you know, being such an iconic rapper, and I knew I was friends with Body Count before, so I thought it would be cool to, to see if uh, the band would uh, – come on board to the label uh and my boss passed on them but i turned them on to some friends of mine over at sumerian records and and they they uh you know they uh, jumped at it right away and then when they needed it when body count needed a guitar player they just you know called me up and that's it you're in the band you know i didn't really plan you know i was more of a fan actually i didn't plan to be in body count i just wanted to hear some new body count music (laughs) honestly I remember when Body Count, like the whole controversy with the Cop Killer song now and all that, and now with everything that's gone on with the Black Lives, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and all that, and now you have this song, Point the Finger, are we, are you guys getting any, have you gotten any negative backlash because of that with what's going on in the world and because of what's happened in the past with Cop Killer? Not at all. None. Actually, we've gotten a lot of support. Um, our fans dig it. It's, uh, you know, it's a, a nothing but positive response. I guess the the climate has also changed as well over the years. Yeah. So that's definitely, yeah. definitely, for the better, definitely. I agree. Uh, yeah, it's a whole, whole new generation kids and um of course you know there's still the old school uh fans which is awesome love the support so you know we're in a good place you know we just got to get past this pandemic and return to uh the stage for all the bands not just (laughs) evil dead or body count just everybody just everyone yes i've done a metric ton of of interviews over the phone because no one's touring and they're all they're all saying the same thing it's like dude I've, i gotta get back on stage you know we're we're, we're going crazy here so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean in europe uh, you know some bands are fortunate enough to be able to do shows at a smaller capacity uh, you know i was reading that the band destruction played in switzerland you know it was it was a thousand seat venue but they had, you know, they can only have 250, 300 people in there, and they stack, stagger the people, you know, so mm-hmm. they're 
fairly six feet apart or, you know, or four over here on, in a table or some, you know, in little groups and stuff. So some bands are doing it, you know, I guess it depends on the territory and, and, and the ordinances of uh, the state. For sure, for sure. Here, up here, I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, and while there's no touring bands, the metal and punk scene, the clubs are doing it right with limited capacity and masks and, you know, the, the social distancing and all that. So it's not it's so bad start. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a great start, and hopefully it'll, it'll keep getting better. For sure, for sure. And as we speak, it is October 1st. Um, we are moving into the Halloween season with all, and of course, with a name like Evil Dead, you got to kind of just assume that you're kind of big into the horror films. When we first started, we were, I mean, we were big fans of uh, all the horror movies, of course. Um, now I like more of like suspense and crime uh, movies i watch a lot of sports um but when we first started absolutely you know the hellraiser movies of course we got the name was influenced by the evil dead movie we just spell it all one word evil dead mm-hmm. and, you know some people know the difference that we're a band and not the movie but uh <laughs> yeah love love horror movies suspense and horror for sure
you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's the Stallion. And when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling.
as I said, tonight's creature feature, Mr. Juan Garcia, came to our attention back in the mid-80s with the bands Agent of Steel and Abattoir. Agents of Steel, sorry. That, that was the name of the song. That was from the band Agent Steel and Abattoir with their debut record, Vicious Attack. We decided instead of going from with screams from the grave from that debut record, ah, let's drop it. Let's drop the version from the Metal Massacre for ses, uh, bah, 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 compilation. See, I almost said section again. What is going on with that? Ah, ah. And before that, right after that, awesome chat. That is Agent Steel with Agents of Steel from the aforementioned Skeptics Apocalypse record. Um, right now, yes, The Descending is available this year as well, as you heard in the interview. The new Body Count record is now available as well. So, you know, when you're off and out and about, you're going to be sure to want to check that out. I don't know exactly how out and about the little ones are going to be, you know, well, I guess tomorrow, if you're hearing this for the first time. Because, like, with with everything that's going on in the world, dude, like, Halloween is at, at serious risk. You know, like, people are going to be afraid, you know, to be out with so many people and out and about and taking their little ones and going up to a bunch of houses and all that. And it's just... I could understand, okay, you know, if people just don't want to do it, oh, you know, I maybe, guess. you know, maybe if they, they might want to find, you know, an alternative and all that. Now, imagine being one of those young, those young fellas, okay, you're seven, eight, you, you, you're only really consciously aware of your last couple Halloweens, okay, and now you get told because of all this shit in the world that, sorry, sorry, little Johnny and Sally, we can't go out and do that. Like, I would be crushed. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm sure there are parents that are keeping their kids home. Um, this might be controversial, but my neighborhood is still going to have trick or treat. Mm -hmm. we're, st we're still going to do it. Um, I bought candy to hand out. I will be in probably double masks because I, I bought right. a light up pumpkin head mask to wear um, as well as light up gloves. But I figure everybody's going to be in masks anyway. Mm -hmm. And so as long as we're all wearing masks, they're like face covering masks as well. Then I, I say, let's do it, man. Like, you know, like I, I, I feel like. The reason people are going so crazy and the reason people are like, I can't wear a mask is because it's killing the social aspect. Well, put on your fucking mask, go see somebody. And what better time to wear a mask than Halloween anyway? Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? like you're putting on, if, if you're wearing a mask or you're wearing makeup or something, like make it part of your costume or. Yeah. You know, do yeah. do something with it. Like I, 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 I have a variety of different masks. I'm I'm getting a quite a collection, and I've got a mask I'm wearing right now with the Wonder Woman logo, like the Perfect. the two Ws. Now, if I maybe maybe I should run out and grab a Wonder Woman costume. You totally should. Okay. 
and make that as part of the you know <laughs> make that make that as part of the mask get 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 creative you just need a yeah, red white so. and blue speedo and a golden rope and <laughs> that'll be go. your wonder woman costume <laughs> yeah yeah, and nothing else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except for the fact that I'd be worried in Canada, you're going to, you know, be exposed to the elements. Like, if you were coming yeah. down here, I'd be like, totally wear that around my neighborhood. It'll be warm enough. <laughs> Might be a little nipply up here, yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll yeah. be able to cut so, glass. <laughs> in the event that you were one of those young kids... You know, making their way out in you know into in the, the Halloweenness takes everything Sorry? you got. <laughs> <laughs> in the event that you were doing this, and it's like there are so many like cool people, so many cool artists. Okay, that would probably make for great Halloween costumes. Yes, it would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought maybe, yeah, you know what? Just in the spirit of Halloween, like maybe let's share our some ideas of um, who, you know, given the time, the money, the resources, whatever, which would make really good costumes and all that, you know, from the metal world. What were you thinking? Alice Cooper. <laughs> Definitely. And I'd want to get like a few people to trick or treat with me and we could be different eras of Alice. Right. Oh, there's an idea. There's the schools out Alice. There's the welcome to my nightmare Alice. There's the constrictor Alice. You know, there's the trash Alice. I feel like there's so many different Alices, you know, and then we could collectively call ourselves Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) (sighs) Definitely. Yeah, that'd be so much fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but Alice Cooper, I just, I, I, God, dude, I have, I've loved Alice Cooper since I discovered him, since I first discovered School's Out, and then his horror, you know, like, theme to everything, and just, oh, dude, like, oh, man, it's just, yeah, dude. Oh, like, Halloween and Alice Cooper are synonymous. Yeah, yeah, like and, peanut butter know, and jelly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I was thinking King Diamond. Oh, good one, King Diamond. I think you know because they he's 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 got he's got the makeup, he's got the face paint, he's he's got and and it's not just any one design. Although I would probably just because I'm an old man, I would probably go with the original one, the black and white and the upside down cross on the forehead. And all that, you know, classic, classic yeah, King one. Diamond. But there's just, he's had a number of different designs over the years that um, that I could go either way. But yeah, not not only just the makeup, okay, but um, just like the full costume, the cape, you know, maybe go to, you know, find a couple bones and tie them together, you know, kind of make the, the, the bone cross and all that. I think it might be really cool. But then again, on the other hand, you know, how about a more modern, you know, King King Diamond as well? Not just not 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 just the old costume, but something today. You know, some something that I, I would wear, like skating, shorts, like a punk t-shirt, you know, my my helmet, I got Betsy and all that. 
but then to really stand out, have the King Diamond makeup on then. <laughs> See, that'd be cool. You know, because that would be just, like, way out of left field. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> <You know>? crazy cool. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely, yeah. So immediately, King King Diamond came to mind. Yeah, yeah. What about you? You got another one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, believe me, I, I got a few here. So Oh, good. If I was in better shape, um, I would go as Henry Rollins. Ah. I would walk around in just a pair of shorts, nothing else, and I would find an artist to um, put his tattoos all over me. There we are. Yeah. And I would totally just go as Henry Rollins, mostly just because I want to walk around in public in just a pair of shorts. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the main reason I go to the beach is so I mm-hmm. can walk around shirtless in just a pair of shorts, you know, and people well, don't yeah. look at you funny. Because you're at the beach. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So I would totally go as Henry Rollins. Definitely. Yeah. That would. That would. That would definitely work. Um, I was also thinking D. Snyder. Oh, that's another good one, man. But just to give it a little extra, yeah, because okay, like there's 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 definitely different incarnations of Twisted Sister. Like the first couple of records, you kind of had the biker look. Okay, or at least for I think the biker look the was second. more the um. The come out and play record, like yeah, but I remember stay you, hungry, you can't stop rocking. Yeah, like that's the yeah, that's the the look everyone really remembers. Yeah, yeah, because okay. because I mean pre that like D even in his book calls it the sweet transvestite era. Where, right. Um, oh yeah. Oh shit. Way back in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would you 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 take a look at Twisted Sister from nineteen seventy four and eighty four. You wouldn't even know that was the same band, dude. It's it's it blows my mind because I mean when I discovered them with we're not going to take it, I that's what I knew, and I just can't believe they were a band for ten years in the clubs and what they look like <laughs> and just you know uh-huh. it's just crazy. But the come out and play record like that is probably one of my favorite Twisted Sister records. Like Stay Hungry is awesome. It has the greatest song of the world. We're not going to take it, but mm-hmm. the Come Out and Play record is fucking amazing. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, you have all these various different incarnations of D. D. Snyder, but just just to give it that extra creepy. Have you ever seen the movie Strange Land? <sighs> have I told you my Strange Land story? You have not. I want okay. to hear that. So the movie Strange Land, I thought was really good, right? I mean, it was it was unfortunately like a low budget horror film. Like I feel like if they could get like like a little more budget and maybe not have D. Snyder in it, because I feel like the act the I don't know if it was the acting or the dialogue that was loose, but it, it was it was pretty terrifying. Like like and I thought it was. it was really good the concept of it. So mm-hmm. the main character in there is Captain Howdy, right? Mm-hmm. Well. On the Stay Hungry record, there's a song, Captain Howdy, right? Mm-hmm. Stay away dun, 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 from Captain Howdy. Dun, dun. Like, real evil sounding, real minor. And as a kid, like, that song scared the shit out of me, right? <laughs> I mean, like, like, I would skip that song on the cassette. Like, you had to fast forward it. Oh, really? Oh, dude, it terrified me. It right re- on. It, it really, like, like, like. You know, and I mean, keep in mind, I'm a kid that sleeps with skulls in his room. 
right? right? At this point, like, I'm sleeping with skulls and bats and vultures, but that song scared the shit out of me, right? Because that was like a real live boogeyman kind of song. And who, oh, who's, you know, what kids not scared of the boogeyman, right? So mm-hmm. fast forward, I'm in my 20s. Um, the Strangeland movie is about to come out. TVT Records and Wax Tracks is putting out the soundtrack from it. Awesome soundtrack. Right? Yeah. Oh, the soundtrack's amazing, right? It's, it's probably like, it, it's up there with Shocker for like great metal soundtracks, right? Mm-hmm. But so I had, um, and I still have this email, but I had a Juno email account. My grandfather had dial up, and that's where I had to go to check my email. And he was always traveling, so. Or just out late. So I went and was hanging at his house. It's like one, two in the morning. I'm checking my email, right? I refresh my email. In my inbox is an email from Captain Howdy. (laughs) I froze. I'm like 20 something, (laughs) right? Probably like 25, 26. I froze. I couldn't move. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the email and it says from Captain Howdy. I'm like, do I, do I click on it? Like, dude, I was I was fucking terrified. Yeah. And then I click be... on it. It's TVT advertising the soundtrack for the movie. I was like, oh, oh. But I mean, that is how deep rooted that Captain, that Captain. And I mean, like, I haven't listened to the song since. I'm sure like if I listen to it now, I'd be like, oh, is it that bad? Or it's going to scare the hell out of me even more. And you'll find me in the fetal position under my desk. But dude, like, like. Yeah, yeah, like D. Snyder, Captain Howdy, scared the shit out of me. Uh, I think you would make a wicked costume. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. What else? What you got? I feel like this is obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. Ghost. Ah, there we are. Because they've got great masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're terrifying masks. Like, like that's some great like horror movie prop work just to do those masks. And um, just imagine those walking around your neighborhood. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. As well, this has kind of popped in my head now, but the band Ghoul. Oh. We, we, we've had them on, yeah. Like, they have the they have the um, the potato sack bag over their head with the one eye, with the one eye, eyeball and all that. And they're always... They're always a blast live. We had them on the show. We'll have them on the show again. Definitely. That's they're one of those theatrical bands that are really giver and ha. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm kinda of kicking myself that I don't have a ghoul song. Ah, queued up. Oh well, yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, and another one I got on my list here. Okay, just just to be something a little bit different, but Tipper Gore. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Find me a picture during the PMRC, you know, this PMRC hearings and all of that. To just find, you know, find find me the business suit dress, you know, the skirts and and shirts that 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 she wore. And I don't know, maybe maybe put a dude. Just a sign around, around uh, you know, uh, around my neck saying, you know, you're all going to hell or rock and roll is evil. I'll do or, one better. <laughs> like, you and Mrs. Snowy need to do it as a couple costume. She's Tipper Gore. You're Frank Zappa. 
<laughs> yeah. And you just so. argue the Senate hearings all night. That's, that's right. I think I think so. I think so. And meanwhile, I'm also thinking, okay, take take my Tipper Gore costume and get find a wig and you know, just just kind of get it perfect. And then as I make my way out to these Halloween parties, Okay. <laughs> Every time there's music being played or whatever, oh, that music that's the devil's music. <laughs> you're you you turn that off right now. You know, you're 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 corrupting our youth with your vile, disgusting rock and roll <laughs> and all that. Just just kind of see how long I last with my friends. I think it'd be pretty you know. damn funny. <laughs> yeah, no, like that. So so yeah. Yeah, yeah. What else you got? I feel like almost any one of the shock rock bands of the 80s would be a good choice. So, I mean, when, and this isn't the 80s, but like obviously Kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Kiss and the Misfits. I feel like those are two obvious choices all the time. But when I talk about 80s shock rock, like Blackie Lawless of Wasp, you know, right. like like where the cod piece with, with the... Um, the circular saw blade in it, right? Of course, yeah. And then um, Lizzie Borden. Oh. Right? I, I, I feel like both of those would, would be uh, good choices. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And you mentioned the Misfits. Okay, and for some reason, ah, oh, brain fart, brain fart. What the hell is his name from the Misfits? Jerry He's Owen? dating... He's oh, dating Alyssa White Glues. Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Doyle, Doyle, yes. Oh, sorry. I just I just kind of had that brain fart there. Those two would make for a good couple's costume. Oh, hell yeah. The, the guy dressed up as Doyle, just, you know, it would help if he's in good shape. Or even if he's not in good shape. Okay. <laughs> you know, kind, kind of give it a more comedic edge. Have him dress up, you know, as Doyle. And her, his wife, girlfriend, or whatever, to dress up as Alyssa, Alyssa White Glues. Doyle is that, a beast. He definitely is. Just, that, 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 that guy's my hero. To be his age and to be in the shape he is. Yeah. And, and you know, look look at what he's dating and all that. Like, holy jeez. Like, this guy's my hero. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think maybe that those two, like, that, that would make a good couple's costume. Hell yeah. 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 And what do you got? I think I'm tapped out. All right, fair enough. Well, we definitely have a lot of good ideas for next year. We're going to get into a little bit of the tunage here. Cross my desk recently from Horror Pain Gore Death Production. Something a little different from them. The, uh, the German instrumental artist Delore his latest record t- called 2020 I set deteste day Andromeda. Okay. Don't quite exactly know what that is in English, but if you are a fan of John Carpenter's music, mm-hmm. okay. If perhaps you enjoy like relapse recording artist zombie that 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 type of instrumental or even of course as everyone should be you're a big fan of goblin 
I really think that you are going to enjoy Dolores. So let's uh, drop first song aside one. This is Dolores from that aforementioned record. This is Le Ospite.
ever get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. Going, punk. like exhumed probably couldn't have a halloween special and with a shit ton of music if we didn't play cropsy maniac they just released their latest record the cult of cropsy now this is good good grind love this band i don't know why we haven't had them on before we definitely will especially with the new record this band is named after the brutal killer in the band The Burning, which was basically, you know, it came out in the, you know, the early 80s, not too long after the uh, Friday the 13th. The it, it, it came out as part of that whole 80s slasher boom. And it had developed quite a following, so much in the fact that 
a band, you know, dedicated their moniker after them. So yeah, some sometime soon you're we're going to have to get Cropsy Maniac on the show and as well. Before that, from up here in the good great white north comes VHS. Their record from their record, The New Batch. That is Herbert West. And of course, Herbert West and all that. That's the main character from the classic reanimator movie, which I had the good fortune last year of finally seeing in the theater when our good buddy, Mr. Corey Thomas, aired it. And a good time was had by all. And of course, the VHS, good cool throwback band you know that totally totally dedicated from the old school metal and horror films it's probably a band we probably should have had on already a band that we're really stoked to have on tonight is the band in our indie spotlight We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. Once again, with tonight's choosing of the Indie Spotlight, I had yourself in mind again, hailing from... Maryland. Tonight's creature feature is more than apropos for the Halloween season because I chose the bloody hell. Ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, not from Maryland. They're actually good Canadian boys from Halifax up here on the East Coast in the great white north. The bloody hell. Okay, their their self-titled release available now. What they call is if George Thorgood sang misfit songs that were written by Tom Petty. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> I knew I knew that's exactly what you were going to say. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce the bloody hell to you and all of our awesome, awesome listeners right now. This is the bloody hell in tonight's Indie Spotlight.
Oh, Mark, what is it? I don't know. Oh, God, it's horrible. Whatever it is, it's not human. It's a lucky corpse. Oh, talking indie spotlight probably uh, probably be in my best interest in some way shape or form to include winnipeg's zombie assault from their their um indie release video nasty that is open grave and before that of course that is tonight's indie spotlight band the bloody hell with Diggin available right now on their self-titled release. You can check it out at thebloodyhell.bandcamp.com 
and facebook.bloodyhellfx. Well, my friend, another kick-ass Halloween episode in the books, and I'm really looking forward to all of the festivities tomorrow. Um, How can I... Well, the best way is to use the internet. I just love to be ridiculous. Anyway, so www.radioactivemetal.org. That has all our stuff, right? That That's our back pages. That's our backlog. That's our captain's log. That's whatever you want to call it. That's where you can see it all past, present, and then in the future. Um, but if you want to be ahead of the curve, if you want to be in the know, if you want to be happening... Tune in Thursday nights to purerockradio.net. You will hear us live first. So, if you're one of the cool cats listening to this on 1029, ladies and gentlemen, we salute you. Because you know what's going on. And, of course, that you can join us 1030 here at radioactivemetal.org. Check us out on Podbean. We're going to be live streaming the DiGregorio chat uh, and that album debut. Of course, you can always find us at the Twitter and the Instagram with the same handle, at RadMetal666. Drop us a line at our Gmail, RadMetal666 at gmail.com. Or visit us at Facebook, facebook.com slash RadMetal. And of course, we're not alone in this world of podcasting. No, 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 we're not alone. We are part of a network. We're part of the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com. We are proud to be a part of the Shining Wizards Network, a great group of people, and um, also the reason that we're on Spotify. So check us out, Shining Wizards Network on Spotify. You can listen to us there as well. And last but not least, if you have nothing better to do this quarantine, if you've been itching to do something, to get a hobby maybe, if, if you're like, you know, I, I need to do something other than use my thumbs. I wish I could use my other digits. Well, you could write a letter to one Snowy White. Just send us your address via one of those aforementioned ways of getting a hold of us that I talked about. And we'll get you his address. And you guys can converse over Canadian moose mail. And um, we'll be ready there. So we've got you. All right, Snowman, I think that's all. Right on, right on. Before we get on out of here, I gotta let's go out on a couple very Halloweeny related tunes. I really think you're going to dig the Vladimirs. Vladimir, their latest, the the Vladimirs. Yeah, earlier this year we had one Ash Thomas on the show, and the Vladimirs is one of his many many products. Their products, projects, you know, words. Um, their, 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 their self-titled album is available now on Hell's Headbangers. Let's go with Sheila is a vampire as well. Yes. How about, yeah, yeah. How about Lurking Corpses as well? You know, some good misfit, mis, misfits influence music from their Smells Like the Dead this is the we'll go with um, maggots ate her brain 
How about that? How about that for Halloweeny? In the meantime yes. and in between time, this has been a groovy. Okay, do you know what that reference is? Um, I really don't, but it feels like real sixties, like Wolfman Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it would. No, no, I wish it would. But yeah, that's actually really cool. No, no. Since we were speaking to someone from the Evil Dead, okay, in Evil Dead Two, the Electric Boogaloo. Okay. When 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 Ash had his hand cut off and he put his uh, chainsaw on his stump, no no, it was his robotic hand. The like robotic it was hand. His, it, it was it was his fake hand, and when he got it all ready to go, he kind of looked at it and he went groovy. <laughs> See how this all works? All every you know sometimes sometimes when your cool Uncle Snowy talks, it seems like it doesn't make sense. But more often than not. So this has been a groovy episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off. Fingernail.
Thank <laughs> you.